Left. Right. It's sip talk time. Tonight, we are celebrating. We're a little early on Cinco de Mayo, but that's what we are talking about. And after that, we rank the holidays. What are the best holidays? What are the worst holidays? And why? What separates a lousy, lame holiday from a great holiday? Uh, we get into that. We got a unique rating system. Uh, either you're going to enjoy that or you're going to hate it. But uh, we enjoy you. We enjoy you being there. Thank you. See you on the other end. This is Sip Talk. Grab a drink and enjoy. That means we are live. Welcome, everyone, to Sip Talk, episode 183. Tonight, we are talking about how to celebrate Cinco de Mayo, the history of Cinco de Mayo, and then we are going to rank all of the U.S. holidays from the absolute best to the shittiest and least exciting holidays. We're going to lead with a little bit of uh, Cinco de Mayo, a little Mexican culture, a little Mexican history. Uh, I got to ask you, James, what are you drinking down there? Uh, I told you that I was going to upgrade from the bush ice, and I have. Um, I am drinking Sierra Nevada Wild Little Thing, which is kind of uh, like a, kind of like a Gosa. Ooh, you know, I I realized tonight uh, I missed the introduction. I don't know. I don't know what the Sierra Nevada Agosa is. I'm not. I don't know what that is. Uh, you know what a Gosa is? No. Let's uh, let's do a little uh, role reversal since you're drinking the expensive stuff. Why don't you do the introductions? I'll hit the notes. Um, all right, welcome everybody to Sip Talk. Uh, I'm your co-host James, and we are joined by the main host Justin. He is a inher- he's the inheritor of the dice inventor's family fortune. He flips real estate in low-income areas, primarily industrial and and dumps. And in his spare time, he enjoys sheep herding. <laughs> just for the record my account of uh, your background is entirely accurate i know um, i had to make that up on the fly <laughs> well I've, I've had i've had the time to get to know you um, well i also am referencing something that you would say where like where people would ask you like how you earned your money and you'd say oh my grandfather invented dice yeah i haven't used that one in a long time um always a good one though always a good one <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm just set for life. My grandfather invented dice. <laughs> that is brilliant. Um, so you got a nice beer there. Uh, hold up that can. Let's see the can in the in the video. Here. Oh yeah, well it's got a koozie on it, which so oh, you can, yeah, you can it's see a pink. It. It's a it's a pink can. Um, it says wild on it. it. It looks uh, it looks pretty intense. What's the alcohol content on that puppy? Oh, it's pretty low. It's probably only like it's probably five percent or lower. Um, so ghosts are going to be. Uh, like kind of a almost a sour beer, but they're brewed with um, like sea salt. It's mm. it's one of the so it's a German. It, it originated in Germany, and it's one of the few beers coming out of Germany that's exempt from like the German beer the beer laws about purity of how like they can only have like uh, barley, hops, and water. Mm. Um, so it's it's considered like. A regional specialty, which means that it gets exempted from the German purity law, 
which when you say that it just sounds wrong like german <laughs> purity law oh god <laughs> um, well. but yeah it's it's one of my favorite styles especially for like late spring or early summer because they tend to be light they don't have a tr like a really strong beer taste um they've got a little bit of a sour bite but they're just very easy to drink very nice well look we're going to talk about some holiday drinks leading with the margarita so uh because upcoming is Cinco de Mayo I got a nice uh loaded Pepsi here loaded Pepsi Max but I got a I got to Pepsi it down a little bit because it's uh, it's a little too loaded. Um, yeah. But look, you know, I so we know Cinco de Mayo, the drink of choice for you alcoholics and you degenerates is the margarita. And uh, I, you know, James, I want you to I want you to share the perfect margarita recipe. But well, I was thinking of recipes. I was thinking, you know, what I would put in into the perfect margarita recipe. And I said, oh, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just ask James. But do you know what drink I thought of? That uh, a friend of ours invented when we were about 18 or 19 years old. Do you remember the two ingredients to this drink? So I, I thought of this drink. And I said, well, we never named this drink. So for those of you who... Was who, it, who uh, hold well, on a second. One came... I mean, from, <laughs> I, I feel like he invented more than one terrible drink. So so uh, this, like, is, this is a friend... I think that, vodka and beer was one of them. No, no, no. So uh, this is a friend of ours who proposed this 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 drink and we said that sounds disgusting and then he made it once we finally got our you know because when you're under 21 it's tough to get your hands on uh alcohol so we finally got our and these are, i i imagine at the time his two favorite uh his two favorite drinks that he wanted to mix together and for either one of these being your favorite drink name awesome. one of the two and i'll see if i can guess it <laughs> uh vodka was one. Okay, so I already had half of it, right? Okay, you already had half. And of it. milk. You know other yes, <laughs> vodka and milk. So the this friend of ours uh, mixed this drink, and we said, "There's no way that's a drink." See, and vodka then, and then, milk was actually going to be my first guess, and I was like, "No, that can't be right." <laughs> so he makes this drink, and then uh, he goes, "Oh yeah, this is great." We're like, "Okay, so try it." <laughs> and so, they we're talking yeah. about. This friend of ours, when he makes drinks, whether it's just a glass of soda or just a glass of milk, he, he pours a pint glass and he fills it to the very brim where the liquid is just held on by that ring of water tension <laughs> before it hangs over. And then he will take a sip before he lifts it off of the surface. So this is the way our friend prepared this vodka and milk drink. And then we had to sit there and force him, even though it was disgusting, we could tell by the look in his face, it was absolutely disgusting. Uh, we sat there and forced him to finish this drink because he had just wasted a, a half glass <laughs> worth of vodka. Yeah, and I mean, I refused to even try it, but what I'd be interested to know was whether the vodka actually caused the milk to curdle. It didn't look like it. I thought that I thought that was going to happen as well. So um, let's get into let's get into the holiday stuff. I'm feeling very festive today. Um, not in the Mexican spirit, not in the American spirit, just in the kind of festive spirit. Um, we're talking about holidays. So Cinco de Mayo. First off, I'm going to blow most people's minds with this fact. Cinco de Mayo is not Mexican Independence Day. Did you know that, James? Yeah. I suppose I probably did know it, but I don't know. When I read that fact right off the bat, I was like, oh. Okay, yeah, maybe I guess it's no, not. Uh, Let me it's do not some Mexican Independence Day, and it's not even really celebrated in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, which is something you have to love about America. 
Well, it's uh, the same, it, it's it's Mexican St. Patrick's Day. Uh, fair enough. Yeah, I I think that would be uh, a good representation. So look, I want to lead with the margarita because uh, the margarita is the drink of choice. So. Do you want to go ahead and share? Because I know you know the proportion well, you're going to be able to the, deliver. The classic recipe is just three to one ratio of lime tequila triple sec. So three parts lime, two parts tequila, one part triple sec. Shake that up over ice, and then like you can either serve it up or you can serve that over fresh ice in a glass. And then salted rim is personal preference. So, you know what I like as a garnish to uh, to margaritas is um, uh, when, you, when you get... jalapeno would be good. <laughs> a, a jalapeno would be good. I don't know about a pickled jalapeno, but a, a little, a, a wide jalapeno ring de-seeded on the, on the rim is always nice. Um, but, what you know, what I did this weekend was I made one and I used as a garnish a uh, the pineapple leaf. So I cut up some pineapple. I had these leaves left over. I rinsed them off, threw them in a glass, and uh, I just used one of these leaves. It looked really nice coming out of that glass. Um, yeah, so yeah. what I would recommend, the classic ratio of 3 to 1, I would recommend adjusting that down to like 2.5 to 1, 2.5 parts lime juice, 2 parts tequila, and I'd up it to about a part and a half of triple sec. Just for a little more sweetness instead of using any simple syrups. And you right. have to use real lime juice you can't use can't use roses lime juice you can't use that little lime juice that comes in the fake lime it's not the same stuff you got to use no none of those are none of those are sufficient because roses use... lime juice has this kind of almost acrid taste to it and then concentrated lime juice or like any of those bottled lime juices like so to make all of the like so if when you buy orange juice in the store um so, what, like, when they harvest the oranges in Florida, they do that all pretty quickly. It's not like they're harvesting oranges year-round. There's probably a month to six weeks that they can harvest the oranges, and then they have to juice all the oranges. And it's not like people drink orange juice for just a month and a half. They drink it year-round. So what they do is they take all this orange juice, and they store it in these giant tanks, and they pasteurize it so, like, nothing will grow in it. But by pasteurizing it it basically kills all the flavor and you've got just kind of this orange just water liquid that's sitting in these tanks and so when it's time for them to bottle it what they'll do is they'll take like these dry orange solids that have orange flavor to them that are de derived from orange it's not fake flavors it's not like some chemical plant in new jersey is cranking out fake orange flavoring but they'll take <laughs> like dried orange zest or like not zest yeah, but you get what pulp. i'm saying yeah maybe some zest it, it's pulp, pulp and it's it's basically dried orange flavoring from oranges mix that back into what was in those tanks and probably add like a stabilizing agent so that the stuff doesn't like separate out and that's yeah. orange juice which is why orange juice that you buy in the store tastes so radically different from fresh squeezed orange juice interesting interesting um Okay, so uh, I want to talk about a couple of couple of other drinks. Quick, quick question: What's your favorite orange juice? I like simply what? orange, fresh squeezed. I like simply limeade, actually. All right, fair enough. Uh, I want to talk about some Mexican beers, and then I just want to run through my my fact sheet 
you actually derivation of the regular margarita. Uh, you like mezcal? Um, yeah, yeah. I think I haven't had too many different types, so it's not something. It's not one of the liquors that I'm most knowledgeable on. Okay, uh, mezcal is a similar to tequila, except that I think they cook the agave plant before they distill it versus tequila, they distill the raw agave plant. So you get a smokier flavor to the mezcal. Well, and mezcal is, it's, it's also, it's basically, tequila has kind of a, a defined process by which it has to be made, whereas mezcal doesn't. So you're going to get much more variation in mezcals because of the, 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 the distillers have more freedom in terms of what they do with it. They're, yeah. Both are derived from the agave plant. Um, yeah, exactly. Both are, uh, but mezcal can have more additives in it, but generally it is a, it's the, they, they cook or smoke the agave plant. I'm, I'm not exactly sure, but again, that it's open. They could do whatever they want because there's, there's less regulation, but a little spicy. So you supplement the, uh, mezcal for the tequila and sometimes you can add a little spice element to it. Always a really good drink. Big fan of the mezcal margarita. Uh, so, I've been known to make quite a bit of it in the summertime. I really like what um, what you do is you take a couple slices of lime and just a little bit of sugar, and you mm -hmm. take three or four slices of fresh jalapeno, muddle those together. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, that's the best way and to then, make it. And then you add like some extra juice. lime juice to it, but you're not going to need as much because you got some from the lime slices. And so now but, you've got this margarita that's got this slight jalapeno spice to it. And it's really good. So, so that is the absolute best way to make a spicy margarita. Um, but you may need to strain the jalapeno pieces out unless you really like intense spice and you leave them in there. I used to uh, cut up some jalapenos and let them sit for 24 hours with the tequila. And then you have to remove them. Otherwise, it basically makes a tequila undrinkable because the amount of spice infused in them is, in it is, is insane. Um, so I want, so look, if you're planning uh, your Cinco de Mayo celebration, and we're going to break down the rest of the holidays of the year, but there's a right way and wrong way to do it. Uh, again, we, we discussed a second ago about how Cinco de Mayo is not a huge Mexican holiday in Mexico. However, in the U.S. it is. So if you're going to pay tribute to Mexico, you ought to be consuming something that is Mexican. So you go with the margarita, you're good. If you're going with beer... I got a list of I think it's uh, I think it's ten beers. Let me know if you're familiar with each of these. So you got Corona. That of only course. gets better. From, only gets better from here. No, that's you Corona got, Light. <laughs> um, you got Modelo. Um, you got Tecate. You I used to drink a lot of Tecate. Yeah, it's pretty cheap. It's not a bad beer. Um, Soul. Heard, yeah, I, I've heard of it. I don't know if I've tried it. Uh, to me, it, it was always. Very similar to Corona. Yeah. Uh, Dos Equis. Yep. Uh, I like Dos Equis. Victoria. You familiar nope. with Victoria? I've had Victoria before. Uh, Pacifico. Yep. Yeah. I, Pacifico about, is another Corona clone. Yeah. How about, uh, I thought, I did a little research. It wasn't, uh, I thought it was Amheuser-Busch's uh, variation of Corona. But it looks like it, it came from somewhere else. No, um, but it... it, it if you were to do a blind taste test and put Pacifico and Corona in front of me, I'd have, I, I probably wouldn't have a good success yeah, rate. Me neither. Uh, Bohemia. You familiar with Bohemia? Heard of it. Haven't tried it. 
and then these are two that I had not heard of, but they were on a couple of lists that I found. Carta Blanca. Nope. Never heard of that one. And Noche Buena. Nope. But I like the name. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <clears throat> all right. So I, I'm going to run through a, a couple of facts from Cinco de Mayo. Um, Cinco de Mayo uh, represents the celebration of the victory in 1962 over the French. Are you Mexican... sure it's 19? Oh, fucking A. Good catch. 18. 1862. Uh, the French, the, there's a French Mexican War, and it represents the win at the Battle of Puebla. So this was what happened was uh, you had like roughly 2,000 uh, indigenous, like native, uh, small town Mexican people came together to defend this town. And the French were very well known for having a, a good military, uh, and they managed to beat the French. <clears throat> so uh, let's see. Let me run through. So it's not the Mexican Independence Day. In 1961, an attorney, an indigenous Zapotec tribe member, Benito Juarez, was elected the president of Mexico. Uh, and shortly thereafter, Mexi Mexico defaulted on their debts to several European countries, France, Britain, and Spain, who uh, then sent their naval forces to Veracruz, Mexico, demanding payment. Britain and Spain negotiated payment and left. France, under the lead of Napoleon III, used that as an opportunity to expand their empire into Mexico uh, and forcing President Juarez out. Uh, but that, the battle at Puebla lasted one day, and 500 French died versus only 100 Mexicans died. Uh, let's see. Uh, but it was a symbolic victory, and it really bolstered the Mexican resistance, and it led to a war for uh, about five years, and the French was winning by quite a bit, uh, but ultimately they gave up. Uh, the United States kind of helped in negotiations, uh, and the French withdrew in 1867. Fucking A. Uh, <clears throat> the Independence Day in Mexico is actually September 6th, which is the anniversary. the 16th. Sept fucking A, dude. Uh, sorry, I have really bad handwriting here. Uh, September right, 16th. So we're sending you a hooked on phonics tape. Yeah, I mean, I'm better at just drinking and talking into the camera, but the drinking and reading and talking and listening. Yeah, like I'm a not, speaking not spell or something. Yeah, I'm not any good at it. Uh, <clears throat> but apparently, uh, the independence of Mexico celebrated September 16th, and it is the anniversary of revolutionary priest Miguel Hidalgo y Castilla and his Grito de Dolores, which is Cry of Dolores. Apparently, he read this tract publicly uh, in the town of Dolores, which called for the end of Spanish rule over Mexico, which had, the Spanish had ruled over Mexico for the previous 300 years. So that was them really declaring their independence from Spain. And uh, Yeah, but that would have been about 40 years before the Cinco de Mayo stuff, because it was... I think it was 1821 or around that time that Mexico was in like gained yeah, its independence. It was the early 1800s, and that was them declaring that they were basically going to fight for their independence. Um, but uh, you know, most people believe that Cinco de Mayo is Mexican Independence Day. It's not okay, exactly. Okay, so that. let's get to it. Do you celebrate <laughs> Cinco de Mayo? Uh, I try to usually. I don't end up going to any Mexican restaurants or Mexican bars. Usually kind of hang out with some friends where we make 
way too many margaritas, but we have a fucking blast. I know we celebrated big time during the pandemic. Well, what uh, else are you going to do? Yeah, we'll just hang out with as many friends as possible. Uh, you? What else was there to do? <laughs> it was May. That was like the peak of the lockdown. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but yeah, we had, we had some nice Mexican food, and we had a lot of margaritas and a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> Raj just said, is there any drinking-related holiday that Justin will not partake to? Uh, you know, I really didn't get, get off so much this year on St. Patrick's. I was a bit bummed about that. I didn't get to partake in St. Patrick's as an Irish Well, let's get to that one when we get to the tier list. Okay, so but so your question was, do I celebrate? Uh, I, I I plan to uh, to be doing this cast this coming Thursday on May the 5th, and I plan to be drinking and making some margaritas. I may have a prior engagement I need to make it to. We'll see how those two, uh, how those two go. Um, but right, well, you, if you're going to do, do that, then I, I guess I'll go to the store and get some limes and some uh, jalapenos and make myself a spicy margarita or two as well. Mm, I have. Uh, I, I don't know if you saw before the podcast. I was trying to set up some bottles of tequila behind me, and it was taking me forever to find them because I have a whole bunch of bottles. But uh, if you can see them, I got a couple on the the light over here, and then I, there's a a few over there back with the skulls. Um, <clears throat> but I'm I'm not a huge tequila fan, so I I got probably a dozen bottles of tequila that are all roughly two thirds of the way full because I just kind of try them and yeah, it's kind of it. a niche liquor in my opinion. Where like when you're in the mood for it, nothing else will like replace it. But if you're not in the mood for it, then like you just don't want it in your drink. I'm I'm rarely in the mood. Like if I'm going to drink a particular spirit, especially if it's a, a nice bottle, I'm just going to have it on ice or nothing at all, and that's. Unfortunately, that's not real. I, you know, I don't have the the stomach for tequila. No, so although I, like tequila and Coke is actually really good. If you've got like a, a reposado or an añejo, like tequila and Coke mix well. Hmm. Well, we'll see. I I like to make margaritas, but I also feel bad, you know, pouring an expensive bottle of tequila into a into a blender. You don't need an well. First of all, don't make blended drinks. Second of <laughs> all, you don't need an expensive. Frozen. That you that's don't my need point, expensive that's my point. liquor. Like you can get as long as you're getting something that's 100 percent agave, you're good. Like a twenty dollar bottle versus a forty dollar bottle, if you're making margaritas, isn't going to make a big difference. One of the big mistakes that I see people make when it comes to making margaritas is using um, triple sec syrup, or or something. You need to like if you're buying triple sec, you don't necessarily need to get Grand Marnier or Cointreau because those are expensive, but you need to get proper triple sec that has alcohol in it oh yeah fair enough i've never seen triple sec syrup all the triple sec i have has has alcohol in it um yeah and what and, uh, is... like hiram walker makes a decent triple sec that's either 60 or 70 proof that you can get for like 15 bucks a bottle and it works perfectly well what is the and blue it's... lagoon one what's the blue lagoon uh blue curacao okay blue curacao which has yeah. a very similar flavor to triple sec um yeah and you can it's a it's a it's an orange liqueur dyed blue. <laughs> Pretty much, it's gonna, yeah. It's gonna give it's you a blue, blue triple sec. Yeah, I drank those on the uh, election results night, and I was drinking those, and then something else red. I don't know what what I was yeah. drinking. That was red, but I drank way too much that night. It was like a yeah, because you can also use um, blue curacao to make a purple motherfucker, where you're substituting the triple sec in a Long Island iced tea for blue curacao, and the drink comes out purple. 
Oh, interesting. That sounds terrible. Um, well, it's right. a Long Island iced tea, yeah. so yeah, exactly. But um, all right, so hit me. What's uh, what do we got for our list of holidays? You, I know. You all right, so we're going to be going holidays. in order through the year, and these are I've got the letter grades, and I want people to weigh in to see. So we're using the the, the tier grading system. So F through A, and then there's also an S tier for the absolute best holidays. So I got New Year's, and I'm grading these both as a kid and as an adult. So New Year's, I've got for kids, D tier. Okay, so you got this, you got this in uh, order of date, right? Yes. Do you want to lead with New Year's? Yeah, because that's the first of the year. Yeah. All right. I mean, New Year's. All right, easy, we can go. All right, fine. If you want to put that one to the end, all right, fine. Screw it. We'll skip to the next one. MLK Day. MLK okay, Day right. for me is a C tier holiday. The re and so it's C tier because you get a day off. Well, then what would be a D tier? A day that you don't get off. You get Martin Luther King Day off? Yeah. It's a federal holiday. Okay. Well. Yeah, we, you always get it off from school. So as a kid, like any day that you get off from school is like bare minimum C tier. Well, let me ask. Do you get, you get Columbus Day off? Yeah, that's why I think I write. Oh, it's a D tier, but that's because Columbus. I, I I'm, I've, I'm grading Columbus Day differently. But I, I, I mean, you can disagree with me. This is not the well, authoritative I think, list. I think the, the, the difference between so here's, here's where, uh, personal preference comes into to weigh in the days. To me, Columbus Day, Martin Luther King Day, as far as any impact on, on my life, like celebration, they're the same. This kind of effect, like well, I'm not, I'm not making a big dinner on that day. I'm not no. going to any parades. Um, you know, I feel, uh, to me, grouping uh, President's Day, Martin Luther King's Day, Columbus Day. Uh, in, well, in, I, in I, I, went, I started by just making this list of like federal holidays mm -hmm. and then other holidays. So like I, okay, I look but, at it as any day that you get off from work or school is automatically at least a C tier event because you don't have to work. So so let's call it let's call it a C tier holiday for children and then a uh, in a, a C tier event for for okay. adults be it's it, it's F tier if you have to work. Okay, fair enough. What do you what do you have next? Valentine's Day. As a kid, I rated it as a C tier cuz you uh -huh. know like the you get candy in class and like everyone's passing out all sorts of stuff like it's and you don't have to like there's a, at least one period in the day if you're a little kid where like you're just doing Valentine's Day stuff instead of having to learn math. Let, let me tell you something about Valentine's Day as a child. It is so anxiety inducing because one, you're giving a Valentine to everyone, but you are also giving a Valentine to your crush. And and I think on a psychological level, the fact that you're just giving a pink or red heart to your crush is like such a difficult thing to to just it's so built up in your mind, yet you're giving basically the exact same thing to every single other person. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's called phenomenology. Yeah, it's, where it's you have two objects that are objectively the same, but because you've imprinted meaning on one, like it has all <laughs> sorts of meaning to you. That uh, so, like your phenomenon of this object is different than anybody else because this is the one that I'm giving to my crush. And this is the stack of identical ones that I'm giving to everybody else in the class. But you know, as a as a child, you're going to go through that stack of of cartoon character valentines and find the one with the most significant language on it, 
And even though there may be four in that pack that say exactly the same thing, you're going to make sure that your Valentine, the, the one that you really like, gets the one with the most direct message. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, Valentine's Day, nice day for candy. Now, you've got this in the adult tier as an And I think I, you mean I this do. in the male adult tier as an F. Most, <laughs> yeah, I should have split this one into like, as a male, it's F tier. As a female, it's probably B tier. I yeah I would I would call it a B tier for female, but I'd also like some gay input on this one. I'd love uh, because because then it gets it gets mixed up a little bit. Typically in a heterosexual relationship, you have the male doing something for the female, and and you know I've always uh, you know seen that the female reciprocates, but it's expected that that the male is supposed to be the the one kind of delivering. Let me put it, it this way: think about two scenarios here. Scenario one. The male does something for the female, but the female doesn't do something for the male. That's okay. Think about the other one. The female does something for the male, but the male doesn't do something for the female. Catastrophic. End of relationship. Catastrophic. Okay. So do you see why <laughs> I made. place it at F tier for men and B tier for women? Okay. Point made. On to the next. This is one of your favorites, right? Um, President's Day? <laughs> so President's I'm, I'm, Day is C tier across the board. It's a day off, but like, how many people are like, "Oh man, I can't wait for President's Day." Like, it's my favorite holiday. I'm calling President's Day in there with a uh, with Martin Luther King Day, like a yeah, which like is a, I'm, like between, a C tier. You get the yeah, day off, and there's nothing else. Yeah, well, here's okay. I for me, D tier is just kind of non remarkable. But you're but you're into C tier, calling it. By calling it um, a day off, saying you get a bonus for a day off, which is which is where we run into the issue on the next holiday. Okay, but you're Saint calling Patrick's it, Day. Okay. So as a kid, I put Saint Patrick's Day as a D tier because what's there really to celebrate green, as a kid? Who like things are green? Drank, yay. Yeah, you never had green beer as a kid. No. No. Okay. It's too bad. Like, I guess green milk, like. <laughs> yeah, so you're having green milk as a kid. Um, that's the extent to which you celebrate the holiday. You don't get the day off. You still have to do your homework. D tier as a kid. Possibly a, even F tier. There was that book, Green Eggs and Ham. Um, right? I don't know. but So for me, I, I'm rating if you're a kid, St. Patrick's Day is D or F tier. And I'm leaning more towards F tier. Okay. okay. And as an now, adult... It's either A or F tier. I'm gonna call it B or F tier, because all right, uh, I, I, yeah, because, I can see B. Because you're rating it as an A, saying you get to go all out, all out drunk. Um, when or, I was in college, a lot of my friends would wake up at like four thirty in the morning to go to kegs and eggs at some bar, and they would come back at like nine o'clock in the morning, just hammered out of their minds. And I'm like, I'm not even awake yet. Yeah, that I'm awake way, because you came in super loud. That is way to be drinking aggressively. Have you witnessed this behavior? I have. There's a couple of. There's a couple of. Well, in New York City, never, never as a super young, like you know, early twenties. But New York City, people go fucking wild, uh, get all dressed up in green, and then and then there's usually green vomit all over the place on the on the strips where the bars are. It's mm -hmm. fucking disgusting. And right, yeah, you're like right. 8:30 Usually, in the morning. No, nah, I wouldn't say 8:30, but I you know, I'd say oh, by I've seen I, it. I'd say by 1 o'clock in the afternoon 
uh, you know, you have kids that just can't stand up. Have you you familiar with SantaCon? Yeah. So SantaCon has got to be this terribly imprinting holiday for children, where mostly college kids dress up as Santa and they hundreds. Are, they, not hundreds, thousands, okay. thousands. Uh, dress up as Santa Claus and elves and Mrs. Claus and just other weird, slutty, sexy type costumes as well. Uh, all holiday related. And you can you spend can... all night watching videos of Santas and fistfights. <clears throat> it's, yeah, but and this is also at like 9, 10, 11 o'clock in the morning. Uh, and these guys just get belligerently drunk in the streets of New York City. And if you're a kid witnessing, you know, you, you don't know the difference between a 22 year old Santa, Santa beat the shit out <clears throat> of another Santa. You don't know the difference between a 22-year-old Santa, a, a mall Santa who's 65 years old with a fake beard, and then the Miracle on 34th Street movie. Yeah, if I'm a parent and I care about like my kid's opinion of Santa, I'm keeping them home on SantaCon Day. Yeah, one of the weirdest... San, the whole Santa complex to me is a whole weird like invention. They invented Santa. It has nothing to do with the real Christmas message. And he gives gifts, and everybody keeps a secret about his... His real identity. It's just it's this weird yeah. thing that we I don't think it's gonna last that much longer. I just don't think society is gonna support it. Especially with the, the, the acceptance of the other other faith holidays. All right. So St. Patrick's Day, we agree D tier for kids and B or F tier for adults. Yeah. Yeah. All right, next one. So April Fool's Day. You got this as a D tier for kids? I'm gonna give this a B tier for kids. Okay, I, I wasn't sure where to fall on the kids. like, And I'm showing some bias here because I'm rating it B tier for adults because I love April Fool's Day. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I very seldomly in the last decade have had any really good, really good jokes where, like, you know, you cover the fucking toilet with uh, saran wrap or something. I was always, you know, the sinks that have the, the separate hose as the sprayer? Yeah, yeah, you take a rubber band. Your rubber band around that one. I did that yep. at my church. I did that at my church one year on uh, <laughs> April Fool when I was a kid. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't call April Fools like an A holiday. I'd call it a BC holiday for for children. And, See, I, and for adults, as an adult, I love reading the news articles where like they come up with fake news that are, that's obviously like a joke headline, and seeing the people that buy into it. Yeah. So as a kid you have to really be like aware and you have to be smart to appreciate April fools. Um, and then as an adult, you also just have to be aware that it's April fools. Cause there's all these celebrities saying, Oh, I'm stepping down from professional athletics to pursue my music career, or, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. And a lot of times people read this shit and believe it right off the bat. Uh, all right. So April fools, we'll call a, a B tier kind of to both, maybe a BC a B minus tier. Yeah, I think as an adult, it's like B or D tier. Yeah. Uh, all right. What do you What do you have next? All right. Next one's Easter. Kid A tier. Yeah. The thing is, Easter doesn't have as much buildup as say Christmas does. Well, that's but, why we're getting to Christmas. But it, we are slowly progressing through the calendar. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Easter Easter has always been like a really chill holiday. You have family over. You get to do the Easter egg hunt thing. Uh, you get tons of candy. How fun is Easter egg hunt for a kid? Seriously. Yeah, yeah I would say it's, it's like, yeah, but it's just so short. It's it's like eight minutes of just a bunch of kids running around. Like, hey, that egg is hid on top of the rock. 
<laughs> you well, can't miss it. It depends on and how good the parents are at hiding eggs. Like my parents sometimes would go all out. There'd be times where like when they did the Easter egg hunts outside, we'd find an egg in like June. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Um and my I think my uh, actually it's been probably years. My mom uh still tries to do it a little bit. Not anymore, I guess, but like my sister came and visited like four or five years ago and she woke up in the middle of the night and hid eggs, which is kind of funny. Um and another note on Easter, my mom has recycled her, she has like quarters and stuff that she puts into the Easter eggs. And every year what she does is she says, all right, give me all the change and I'll just give you dollar bills back. I'll pay you out basically on the change. So she's got a barn in, uh, in the back of her house and in, in where she lives. And uh, one day, I think it must have been the middle of summertime or something, she saw a, a, an eggshell from the plastic eggs like in her driveway and then she found another one you know 25 feet away and she's like how would these eggs be or somebody broke into her barn and raided all of these quarters stole all these fucking quarters from her how weird is that uh either Sounds way like so an inside job it, uh maybe uh it wasn't me uh, <laughs> uh oh, I mean, going back on, to april fools egg- i just got to share this one prank that i really like I think it was a senior prank, but it could work equally well as an April Fool's prank. Um, the kids snuck in four pigs into the high school somehow, and they spray-painted on the side of the pigs one, two, three, and five. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> Oh man, um, that is a good one. That is a good one. Um, that's fucking hilarious. Where this is a real story? I don't know. I, it's I mean, I've heard of it, but like, did it actually happen? I don't, I don't know, know. But it's a great idea. Think, that is a great idea. Uh, I thought you. I thought you were getting to like this little piggy went to the market. It's like, oh no, this little piggy it just fucking vanished. Where is he? <laughs> uh, also, yeah. So Easter, as an adult, what do you? I, I have it as a C tier, but I'm not sure. Oh, hold on, let's, let's back up. Let's back up. So we didn't talk about any food. So St. Patrick's Day, you've got corned beef with, uh, um, and you got some boiled potatoes and boiled cabbage, basically. Uh, and then you got Easter, which Easter Yo, is, hold is on. Let's just for- think, let's, let's take a step back here. So imagine the next day you're drinking heavily and you're being corned beef, <laughs> cabbage, and potatoes. <laughs> who, who wants to be around you? Uh, it's, uh, like, you need to enough. sleep with the door open that night. <laughs> you know, one Easter, I had these nice leather boat. One Easter, one St. Patrick said, uh, I had these nice leather boat shoes. And I had cooked this big pot of corned beef, which was basically just a, a vat of oily water. And I took it out, out to the back to dump it. And... I somehow ended up dumping this vat of oily water into my shoe, like down my leg. I dropped, I dropped the, the pan. That was not, that was not cool. But that's the first holiday with food was St. Patrick's day. Um, Valentine's day. If you're a female. Yeah. Meaning you're, you get a free, (laughs) Uh, but there's no, you can order whatever you want. Uh, uh, And then, and then you got Easter, which is really known for ham. Ham is the big Easter. Or maybe lamb, right? I've always associated ham. Yeah, me too. Me too. But I did. I remember seeing ha- uh, lamb, 
him and Lamb. Remember seeing Lamb, which is not cheap uh, on sale, not on sale, actually for sale uh, in the grocery store this year. Uh, all right, so you got Easter, and uh, and then you rated that as a C in the adult category. Why is that? I wasn't sure. Like you, like yeah, you'll get like a day off probably, like for Good Friday, the day be- like before Easter or something. But I don't know. I wasn't really sure how to rate it, so I just went with a C. Yeah, I don't. Easter's not a big adult. You get you get that spiral ham and uh, right. So like I'm giving it a C because you're getting a day off, like probably the Friday before. Yeah, uh, Easter's so not a day great off. As I said, adult, automatic C tier just because hey, day <clears> off. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna give. I'll, I'll call it a B though, just because. I grew up with it. I don't know. I grew up with it being like it's still that's it still has some weight, even though it's a it's a C tier holiday. So it's still a President's yeah. Day, but it's got this weight because I enjoyed it so much as a kid. Uh, we should uh, say hi to Shihiraba and um, also Ibaha. We're so tonight we're ra- we're rating all the holidays. So if you guys have uh, ratings for a holiday as we get into it, like let us know what you think. Um, next one, Cinco de Mayo. As a kid, I rated it as a C tier. Uh, yeah, Cinco de Mayo. Uh, also, shout out to Joe DiGiulio on, uh, on YouTube, watching live on YouTube. Right, Mayo, as a kid, yeah, Cinco de Mayo isn't even really a holiday as a kid. You don't get the day off. You're not drinking margaritas. You might you're get like a class where like you you get like some tacos or something in school. Yeah, yeah I don't think so. I don't remember Cinco de Mayo at all in school. So downgraded to a D tier for kids. What are, you, what are you doing as a kid on Cinco de Mayo? F tier. It's Thursday this year. It's not even... A, yeah. Right. It's, uh, no, all, right, so lamb. all right. Yeah. Uh, all right. So then Cinco de Mayo as an adult. B or an F. So so you had St. Patrick's as A or F. I think St. Patrick's and Cinco de Mayo. I think Cinco de Mayo is more fun. So I the only reason why I gave St. Patrick's a day, an A versus Cinco de Mayo for a B is at least in my experience, I've seen people get more into St. Patrick's Day than Cinco de Mayo. Um, and that could be colored by the fact that I went to a Catholic college. <laughs> I was going to say that might be like environmental, because now that I'm in New York City, I think we have more fun on Cinco de Mayo than we do on, on St. Patrick's. Although yeah, I so don't my experience is I rate both of them an F for myself, but, the, but based on observed experiences, I saw more people get into St. Patrick's Day than Cinco de Mayo, and that's probably some exposure bias. Let me tell you, I'm a little Irish. spent a lot of time around Irish people. St. Patrick's Day, there's a parade, so you got that going for St. Patrick's. There's no Cinco de Mayo parade. but There is in L.A., but the uh, the yeah that would make sense. But the the Irish just kind of get really belligerently drunk, and the, the with the tequila you kind of get happy drunk and a lot more energy. I think I don't know, just just my perspective on that. But I, I'll call them both B or F tier holidays. Either you're into it. Actually, I'm going to call Cinco de Mayo either a B or a D tier holiday. Okay, and the reason is St. Patrick's is the or an F tier holiday. Either you like it, but it's not Christmas. You're into it, but it's not Christmas. Uh, or an F, meaning you just hate the fact that everybody's belligerently drunk. And then Cinco de Mayo, I don't see as many belligerent drunks. So if you're not into it, it's just kind of another day. It's less oppressive. Yeah, it's it's not. You don't have people throwing up on the streets for Cinco de yeah, Mayo. Yeah, I sure can buy that. Going. All right, okay, next one. Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Yeah. Um, as a kid... 
Okay. <laughs> D tier. As a kid, uh, I mean, I, I, it's not the kids aren't really enjoying it that much. So, okay, fair enough. Yeah, like uh, you got to make a card in class for your mom or whatever. Like, do like some pasta necklaces or something. And then, and then, as an adult, you're going to call it an F tier. That's that's not nice. I, I, how many people do you know that aren't mothers that are looking forward to Mother's Day? <laughs> um, fair enough. So I, I would call <laughs> I wouldn't call it an F. Uh, we'll call it a D, just because m- most people aren't mothers. Um, but I still don't feel like that's a nice way to. You know, it just feels wrong calling it a, a negative holiday. It's not negative. Like it's just F tiers. Like it's, it's very little celebration. If you're a mother, yeah. you get cooked for. If you're not a mother, you have to do cooking and, and cleaning. I think. Yeah. Uh, but all right, we next all, one. We all, hold on, hold on. Just oh, back. We all we all owe a lot to our mothers. Everybody's got a mother. And, That's true. Uh, and you know, but, and and you gotta you ought to at least take a little while out of that day. Call your mom. Thank her for giving birth to you. It's a manufactured holiday. It's a Hallmark holiday. They they invented it so that they could sell more cards. Yeah, I don't think it should really be any better than a Valentine's Day, uh, right? Like I, I well, I rated Valentine's Day an F. I'm rating Mother's Day an F. I'm consistent but, here. But also not as exciting as your birthday, even if you're into that holiday. Uh, all right, and what do we get next? Memorial Day. Memorial Day. You're saying it's a C for kids. Yeah, you get a day off, and that's about it. C tier. Yeah, yeah. Not a big one. You do a little grilling, um, kind of first holiday where it's nice and warm. You can just spend it outside. Yeah. Uh, so, and, but then so you as, have it as a, uh, for, for adults. Yeah, go ahead. You got it as a B. Yeah. Yeah, I think Memorial Day is a really nice adult adult holiday. You can spend it outside, hot dogs, hamburgers, drink some beer. It's finally warm outside. Uh, maybe warm enough to do some swimming, depending on where you're located. I'll, I'm down with the with the B. Uh, and then and now you have this uh, contentious holiday here with you, not so contentious, but contentious with your ratings. It's our it's the newest one. Yeah. So so I'll let you read your these are your ratings. So, so. Juneteenth. I think I need to revise the kid tier rating on this, but um, actually no, I'm going to stick with it. So Juneteenth kid tier, it's F. And why because, is that? You don't, you don't get the day off? Because it's like by by the time Juneteenth rolls around, you're already out of school. Mm. So you're not getting the day off. And chances are it's something more you have to learn about in school. So mm. it's a homework assignment. So here's, and then you have it <laughs> as why. a, and, and then you have it, a, I'm, I'm going to disagree with you on this one, but but I'll explain why. But I'm curious why you have it as a C for adults. Because you get the day off. It's a federal holiday as of oh, federal. last year. Okay. I thought that automatically, oh, no, automatically boosts you to a C is, is, was your justification of the system. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to say, I'm going to agree with you on the C tier for adults now. But what I want, what I'd like to see happen with Juneteenth is I'd like to see it spread uh, where there's some more celebration involved, where uh, you know, where, where other cultures are more openly invited to partake in the holiday, because I think it's actually a good holiday. I think. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not saying that I don't like the principle of it, but it's uh, too but new it, to have anything established, really. Well, if it was me and my family, I wouldn't really know how to celebrate it, right? Like, well, I could tell right, you Memorial yeah. Day, Memorial Day, 
you barbecue Mother's Day, you make your mama cards, Cinco de Mayo, you make a margarita, Easter, you have some ham, Easter egg hunt, April Fool's, do a joke, St. Patrick's, drink green beer, President's Day, you have the day off, there's no celebrating, Valentine's Day, pay for a woman's meal, Martin Luther King Day, nothing really to do. Uh, Juneteenth, I wouldn't know what to do. So, except yeah. you have the day off. So, it just right, needs let's to keep I on think plowing ahead because I want to hit all of these before the hour. All right. All right. So, so Father's next... Day, F across the board. <laughs> F for kids, F for, F for adults. Even for fathers. Yeah. What does yeah. a dad want? Some socks, a tie, a, <laughs> like, a like, leave me alone. Ever, a best father ever mug. Yeah. Um, no, like, as, as a father, you like, can you just like let me have my beer and watch the game in peace? Yeah, I think I think fathers at the very most just want a day to like do absolutely nothing. Uh, all yeah. right, next one. So F next one. Followed up by Independence Day. So this is also known as the Fourth of July. This is uh, American. Yeah. Day. Not September sixteenth, Mexican Independence Day. Yeah. Uh, I got this uh, as A across, across the board. Why fireworks? So as a kid, fireworks are awesome. I always look for, but there's no gifts. Doesn't matter. Fireworks are awesome. Fireworks are the gift. Um, man, the problem with with Fourth of July though is it doesn't always fall like next to a weekend, so you don't always get that three day period. You, you get a day off though, but as three a kid, it's off. the middle of the summer, so you're off no matter what. It's as a kid, it's fireworks and probably good food. And you get Memorial Day as a C and B. I'm giving I'm giving Fourth uh, of July a double B. Double so I'm B. like the reason why I'm upgrading Independence Day over Memorial Day is because Independence Day you get fireworks. Fireworks jump it from the B to the A. And as an adult, you get a day off from work. You get a long weekend. Probably you get to like be grilling out with friends, drinking, and lighting off fireworks. A tier. Um, remember remember your friend, your neighbor. We had fireworks at your house, and he he's like, I don't. <laughs> what did he say? I don't. Uh, well, because they were illegal in New York, he's like, yeah, I don't want to be around illegal activity. So he he left and he went home. I felt really yeah. bad. I was like, dude, we're having a fucking blast. <laughs> Get in on this. Yeah. He's like, no, I don't. Yeah. I don't feel comfortable here. Right. So you uh, just said we're having a fucking blast. A tier. That's A tier. <laughs> All right. Next one. Labor uh, Day. Um, Kid C tier. Possibly yeah. even D tier. But you get the day off, right? Well, it depends because I remember in New York, like a lot of times school didn't start until after Labor Day. So yeah. Labor Day was just like, we got to go back to school. Yeah, Labor Day is actually the reminder you're going back to school. I will give it a In C. New York, in, in the South, kids have been in school for three weeks. Yeah. Uh, and then so you're calling for it kids a B. in the South, it's a C tier because you get the day off. For adults, B tier. You get the day off, and it's also another one of those like Memorial Day, like let's go out and grill things. Hmm. Yeah, it's still a grilling day, whereas President's Day, not so much a grilling day. Uh, yeah, so I'll, gi I'll, give you the, I'll give you the B on Labor Day. Then you got Columbus right. Day. Columbus Day, D tier across the board. Maybe a C tier if you get the day off. <clears throat> yeah, fair, yeah, fair enough. All right, here's a big one. Halloween, kid, S tier. And S means, the significance of S is? Super. S beats A. <laughs> uh, Halloween is a badass kid. Uh, kids' holiday. Halloween is an S tier holiday for kids. <clears throat> if you if you if your parents are game, if your parents aren't game, uh, if you get F super religious parents, then every 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 holiday is an F tier. So you know what? 
Well, no, like your parents have to be really behind. You got to want to take you out for trick or treating, uh, you know, unless you're old enough to do it on your own. You have to have a badass costume. So the parents have, you know, you're not making any money as a kid. So the parents have think to be about behind. this as a kid. You get to wear whatever like you want, you like with literally no restrictions, and you get to go around the stranger's house and get free candy. You can't beat that. Yeah, I, I, I'll give you S as a as a kid, and then as an adult, you have basically your same as St. Patrick's Day, A or F. Yeah, <clears throat> I w- I would call it a, a a B or F. I would throw it up there with Cinco de Mayo, St. Patrick's Day. Either really into it, or you're just a miserable person and not looking for opportunities to have fun. Yeah. So next right, one, Veterans Day, C tier. Yeah, it's so unfortunate. That's so unfortunate. These holidays are, you know, like uh, <clears throat> Martin Luther King Day, Labor Day. Like these are holidays, Memorial Day, that really are supposed to signify something, but the celebration just isn't isn't really there. So it ends up just kind of being a day off, and that's yeah. You know, Follow that up with Thanksgiving. And, <clears throat> yeah. So you've got you got uh, inverse rating here for kind of what you've given for all of them. Uh, you got this being worse for well, no, that's not true. But you get this worse for the kids. You get a, a B for the kids, an A for the adults. Why? Why so high with an A? Well, for adults, like it's a day where it's dedicated to some of most people's favorite things, which is food, and just kind of like doing nothing else. So, it's usually a lot of times you're either traveling or you're hosting people that you. Ha- you're either traveling to see people that you haven't seen for a while or you're hosting people that you haven't seen for a while. So it's a kind of reunion with people that you want to see again. And you're having good food. You're just watching like football and you it's a day that's focused only on itself. Yeah, Wait, like, I'm, it's, I'm it, a big There's no pressure to get gifts or anything else. It's just let's experience something together. And fucking eat, yeah. And yeah. Drink. Like I, and I, you I, get I, usually a day or two off. Yeah, because if you get Black Friday off, or a lot of people, just yeah, a lot of places off. give Black Friday off. So if you work yeah. for a retail, like then yeah, then Thanksgiving might be like but an F tier holiday. Thanksgiving is like that's the thing about Thanksgiving. It's supposed to be like this Native American come together with the pilgrims, and and we celebrate the fuck out of it. But then you got like Martin Luther King Day, and we're like, yeah, we got Monday off, or you know, shows the power of food. Yeah, fair enough. Like, and that's why I said like Juneteenth could really could really clean up their act and 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 get the nation behind them and be like, we're going to do some cool shit today. Like, we got some good, you know. I don't mean clean up their act like bad shit's happening on Juneteenth. I just mean like they got to get the message behind this, and they they don't want to fall in that Valentine's Day trap. They want to fall in the fucking Thanksgiving trap. Yeah, but that's I look where, at it as like for kids, doing. like it's B tier because like you're mm-hmm. you're still gonna like get to like run outside and play football with your friends and like go someplace and have some good food and you get two days off from school. Yeah, but you don't least. have shit for responsibility, like and you right. Probably don't so that's like why it's B tier for kids, A tier for adults. Yeah, as a kid, like you're not that unless you're a fat kid, uh, you're not that <laughs> big on the food and like you know you just got family around and, and yeah, not not right. Not so that, it's not and you don't have to kids. work anyways. Yeah. So all right, um, next one, right. big one, Christmas. So, so the next two are big ones. Christmas, yeah. you got S as a kid. Now, obviously, if you're a Christian kid, uh, but even if you're not and you're in the U.S., like your parents are probably giving you some shit on Christmas. I don't know. I feel like it's it's so commercialized. Like even if you're not Christian, you're still celebrating Valentine's Day. Like, you know. 
Um, yeah, and like you get ba- pretty much everybody gets a full week off as a kid. And yeah, that's the other for thing. For most like kids, you're getting a mountain of presents. Like, well, the week off that comes with Christmas is what really makes Christmas. You know, like uh, that's, and uh, you know, at this point, it's just coincidental because the U.S. isn't so much, you know, as Catholic or as, as not Catholic. I'm sorry, as a as Christian as it's ever been. But yeah, having that week. But you off agree with the it, with Christmas being S tier for kids. Yeah, and then and then you got it as an A tier right up there with Thanksgiving for uh, for adults because they get the day off. A lot of adults don't even get the full day before Christmas off. They don't get Christmas Eve off, uh, and then they got to go to work after Christmas, which is wild. I remember like being like out of high school and, and working and in college, being like, "Oh shit, we got to go to work on the twenty sixth. Like that fucking yeah. blows. Um, at least in my experience, though, like the day before or after Christmas, if you're working in an office or something, are super light days, so you're not really doing much. Yeah, but I mean, it it definitely deserves an A holiday. Um, and the, you know, we're talking about yeah. I wish we comment on with everybody's saying like Eid Mubarak or something. That's the uh, Muslim holiday. I don't know anything about it, but my guess is if you if you haven't if you've been fasting every day for the last forty days. Like it's probably Rush, I think you mean Halloween, Halloween not Thanksgiving. Rush <laughs> <laughs> said, uh, Thanksgiving is an excuse for hoes to dress accordingly. Uh, and you can spot them a lot easier. Not Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, all right. So the next. All right, last one. Yeah. Last and then one. we can bring this in up. under the hour. Yeah. So what do you got? You got New Year's. New Year's. And you got that as D tier for kids. Yeah. D tier because. Like. Maybe you get to stay up late, and maybe you get to watch like a little bit of fireworks. But you know what you're doing the next day? Well, not the the very next day, but you're going back to school. You just had like eight or nine or ten days off, and your parents are like maybe celebrating. But as a kid, like maybe you get to stay up to midnight when you're normally going to sleep at ten or nine, and that's about it. Like, there's not really that much for a kid to celebrate for New Year's. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna give it be though because like you got family around usually friends or something like you and the the thing is the adults around you being being in holiday mode puts you as a kid in holiday mode that's my take on on that so i gotta i'm gonna upgrade your your kid rating on that um and and also because it's so close to christmas it coincides with that week off so it's really like a fucking power holiday week yeah maybe you can go to c tier i i i I struggle to go b tier as a kid but as an adult, I give it B or F. I don't. I mean, yeah. <sighs> I'm gonna say A or F. And and if it's an I, F, I can't argue not... with the A. Like it's either A or B or F. Yeah, but if it's an F and you're an adult and it's an F, like it's a hard F. Like just like Valentine's Day. Like if you're not if you're not with somebody, like that's a shit. It's a shit holiday. Um, you know. So, that, it, that just it is what it is, you know. I, I'm I'm sorry if you don't enjoy New Year's, but get some get some better friends. Yeah, or just go to. A yeah, bar I guess for me, for me, time. like yeah, New Year's would be an A tier. Hundred and ten percent. We gotta we gotta reel it in here. We got about a minute left, uh, but this is a very boring episode if you weren't into it. But I I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, so this episode's <laughs> either a B or an F tier. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't read the history of uh, Cinco de Mayo, but I blame my bad handwriting. Um, 
uh, and how I write, like I start the sentence, I run out of space, and then where I finish the sentence on the next line, very confusing for me. So uh, maybe I'll just uh, copy and paste it next time. Uh, but that's it. That's our holiday ratings guide, how to celebrate Cinco de Mayo, which is upcoming. Make sure you have a margarita. Message us what we missed. Message us if you disagree with us. And uh, I want to thank Rash Kaleb for feeding us your comments. Uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok Live. That's it. Thank you all for joining. Adios. Cheers, guys. This is the other end. Thank you for joining this podcast. If you have made it this far, now is the time to devote your uh, future notifications to us. Subscribe. And uh, like the podcast, make some comments, get involved. Let us know that you're there. All right, guys. See you next time. Thanks for joining. I like PBR. I just got priced out of it.